Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 10. Now there were in Samaria seventy sons of the house of Ahab. So Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria, to the officials of Jezreel, to the elders and to the guardians of Ahab's children. He said, You have your master's sons with you, and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city and weapons. Now as soon as this letter reaches you, Choose the best and most worthy of your master's sons, and set him on his father's throne. Then fight for your master's house. But they were terrified and said, If two kings could not resist him, how can we? So the palace administrator, the city governor, the elders, and the guardians sent this message to Jehu. We are your servants, and we will do anything you say. We will not appoint anyone as king. You do whatever you think is best. Then Jehu wrote them a second letter, saying, If you are on my side and will obey me, take the heads of your master's sons and come to me in Jezreel by this time tomorrow. Now the royal princes, seventy of them, were with the leading men of the city who were rearing them. When the letter arrived, these men took the princes and slaughtered all seventy of them. They put their heads in baskets and sent them to Jehu in Jezreel. When the messenger arrived, he told Jehu, They have brought the heads of the princes. Then Jehu ordered, Put them in two piles at the entrance of the city gate until morning. The next morning Jehu went out. He stood before all the people and said, You are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him, but who killed all of these? Know then that not a word the Lord has spoken against the house of Ahab will fail. The Lord has done what he announced through his servant Elijah. So Jehu killed everyone in Jezreel who remained of the house of Ahab, as well as all of his chief men, his close friends, and his priests, leaving him no survivor. Jehu then set out and went toward Samaria. At Beth Eked of the shepherds, he met some relatives of Ahaziah, king of Judah, and asked, Who are you? They said, We are relatives of Ahaziah, and we have come down to greet the families of the king and of the queen mother. Take them alive, he ordered. So he took them alive and slaughtered them by the well of Beth Eked, forty-two of them. He left no survivors. After he left there, he came upon Jehonadab, son of Rechab, who was on his way to meet him. Jehu greeted him and said, Are you in accord with me as I am with you? I am, Jehonadab answered. If so, said Jehu, give me your hand. So he did, and Jehu helped him up into the chariot. Jehu said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Then he had him ride along in his chariot. When Jehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were left there of Ahab's family. He destroyed them according to the word of the Lord spoken to Elijah. Then Jehu brought all of the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, Jehu will serve him much. 
Now summon all the prophets of Baal, all of his servants and all of his priests. See that no one is missing, because I'm going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. But Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servants of Baal. Jehu said, Call an assembly in honor of Baal, so they proclaimed it. Then he sent word throughout Israel, and all the servants of Baal came, not one stayed away. They crowded into his temple until it was full from one end to the other. And Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, Bring robes for all of the servants of Baal. So he brought out the robes for them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, went into the temple of Baal. Jehu said to the servants of Baal, Look around and see that no one who serves the Lord is here with you, only servants of Baal. So they went in to make sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Jehu had posted 80 men outside with this warning. If one of you lets any of these men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his life. As soon as Jehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, Go in and kill them all. Let no one escape. So they cut them down with the sword. The guards and officers threw the bodies out, and they entered the inner shrine of the temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone out of the temple and burned it. They demolished the sacred stone and tore down the temple of Baal, and people have used it for a latrine to this very day. So Jehu destroyed Baal worship in all of Israel. However, he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit, the worship of the golden calves at Bethel and Dan. The Lord said to Jehu, Because you have done well in accomplishing what is right in my eyes, and have done to the house of Ahab all that I had in mind to do, your descendants will sit on the throne of Israel till the fourth generation. Yet Jehu was not careful to keep the law of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all of his heart. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, which he had caused Israel to commit. In those days, the Lord began to reduce the size of Israel. Hazael overpowered the Israelites throughout their territory, east of the Jordan, in all the land of Gilead, the region of Gad, Reuben, and Manasseh, from Aror by the Arnon Gorge, through Gilead to Bashan. As for the other events of Jehu's reign, all that he did and all of his achievements, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Jehu rested with his ancestors and was buried in Samaria, and Jehoahaz, his son, succeeded him as king. The time that Jehu reigned over Israel and Samaria was 28 years. And so this Jehu was a very zealous guy among the kings of, of the northern kingdom, the kings of Samaria and Israel. Jehu was probably the best of a bad lot. He, um, he came very close to being a good king, but because he did not completely devote his heart to the Lord and the Lord's ways and, and uh, uh, the Lord's word, he was not recorded as having been a good king. He did many good things, but he did not turn the people away from the sins of Jeroboam, the golden calf worship. So that was something that uh, he just refused to eradicate. He perpetuated it in his day. 
But he did destroy great swaths of Ahab's family, and he did eradicate uh, Baal worship in the land. And so these are noteworthy things that were to his credit. Now, I want to just say a, a little something as an aside. Many of the leaders in Israel and Judah were related to Ahab and Jezebel. I've mentioned this before. In Israel, King Ahaziah and Jehoram were Ahab's sons. So two of the kings of Israel were Ahab's sons. In Judah, King Jehoram married Ahab's daughter. And so Ahab's daughter was, of course, um, also Jezebel's daughter. And so the, the family lineage was affected there. And King Ahaziah's mother was Athaliah. Athaliah apparently was Ahab's sister or half-sister. And she became uh, Judah's only ruling queen. We'll come to her in a, a chapter um, briefly in the near future. But in the chapter we just read, Jehu sets out to kill all of Ahab's remaining descendants. And uh, he does take quite a few of them and kill them and was responsible for more deaths. And then he went and he pretended to set up a big celebration for Baal at uh, the, the main temple of Baal worship in Israel. And he brought all of the, the leading devotees to that religion together, and he slew them all. And so he did some good things, as I said, but he didn't um, uh, stop the golden calf worship. He didn't fully walk in the ways of Yahweh. So the chapter ends, uh, Jehu is uh, rested with his ancestors. He's buried in Samaria, and Jehoahaz, his son, succeeds him as king. Now, I just want to finish this way. This man had a lot of virtuous things uh, that he did in accordance with the will of the Lord, the word of the Lord. But he was not completely devoted to the ways of God. Friends, we, we have to live uncompromising lives. I say that for myself and I say that for each of you. We need to be uh, fully zealous for the will of the Lord, not um, selectively so. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to be fully devoted to you and your purposes. Lord, may it not be said of us that we did some good things, but we held back in other things. Lord, help us to be totally consecrated and given over to your will. May we serve the Lord Jesus all the days of our lives and all the days of eternity with nothing held in reserve. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.